Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It seems like many a criminal, when accused by police of whatever crime it is, will search for some form of loophole in the law that they hope will get the cops to say, you know what, you're right, never mind. Unfortunately, those loopholes are usually made up and the points don't matter. Like, say, in this case, from Altoona, PA last week, when officers found 25-year-old Tyler J. Bartley and 56-year-old Mark S. Hiles hanging out at a storage unit. It was a place they clearly spent a lot of time at because it was furnished, heated, and had a refrigerator full of food and drink. And on the table in the storage unit as well, a bunch of drug paraphernalia and small baggies containing methamphetamine and other narcotics. When investigators asked both men the procedures they used to sell their drugs, the reply by Hiles was quite simple. Why no, officer, we don't sell drugs that would be illegal. We merely give the drugs away to anyone who wants it for free. <laughs> That's not how that works, and you're still under arrest. <laughs> That's not a good business plan, Cliff. That's not. <laughs> I've seen places that pretty well give everything away, and yeah, doesn't work out very well for them. Yeah, they I think I've seen that, too, actually. Yeah, I think you have, too. We've probably seen the same place. <laughs> I think we have. Well, it's hard to believe, Cliff, but it's here. Christmas Eve, 2 Christmas on Eve, I know. You're absolutely And boy, right. are things so much different than they were in March. I'm telling you. <laughs> no kidding. But it's all wow. right. Hey, yeah. we're almost through this year. Mm. I hope 2021's not sitting there going... Hold my beer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I hope not. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the station, not a DJ was stirring because of automation. If you want to <laughs> ban something, Cliff, ban that, will you? <laughs> don't ban songs and don't ban, li ban listeners. Ban automation. Ban automation. Can you imagine? Now, I mean, we're, we're kind of talking shop here. I think most people realize basically all of the... Uh, things that we do are on computer and in the olden days um it was all records i mean if you go back oh yeah so basically the um it, it was like you you needed basically two sets of arms to to run the radio station because every three minutes you were changing records and it was like non-stop work <laughs> yeah i'm and, glad we're not there now i mean there's a fine line automation helps us and automation also Puts us out of a job. That's exactly right. <laughs> so ban automation, Cliff, please. Yeah, but, but do you really want to go back to having to queue up records every three minutes? You know, I really didn't give it much thought, to be honest yeah. with you, because yeah. I didn't really, you know, put a lot of effort into making sure they started at the beginning of the song. As long as <laughs> you just laid, you just kind of threw the needle down there. Okay, let's just whatever it goes. I just le laid the needle in the groove, Cliff. That's what I did. I just laid the needle in the groove. Oh, Cliff. I almost yes. forgot. What? We got a uh, fantastic message this morning. Oh, we did? Huh? Yes. Seriously? Oh, okay. yeah. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus underneath the dongstick last night. You see, that doesn't sound quite as nice, Cliff, whenever oh, no. you kiss under the dongstick <laughs> last night. The, did he say the dongstick? Yes, well, the dongstick, I think, is what he's meaning to say. Oh, the oh, dongstick. Oh, okay. So he feels. Oh yeah, that's right. See, I I totally forgot. I know you did. See, that Phil, mistletoe is uh, 
poop on a steeple. That's what it is. <laughs> We'd the Lava Beds National Monument in Northeast California, some of the most rugged terrain in the country. 800 acres of hardened lava flows, caves, Native American rock art, and soaring volcanic peaks. Just the kind of thing that draws crowds by the thousands. But this story of where people are, people poop, sounds a bit more like the opening scene from a Mission Impossible movie. Because last week, a big gust of wind sent tumbling to the bottom of a lava ravine one large porta potty. Park rangers posted on social media instructions for those who would be charged with recovering it. As follows Your mission, should you decide to accept it, is to get the porta potty out of the lava trench and bring it and its smelly contents to safety. For some odd reason, the contents of the porta potty were not lost on the trip down, it landed intact. So a plan was then hatched to not spill anything on the way out. Park rangers and support personnel rappelled down the cliff to the toilet, wrapping the darn thing in shrink wrap, basically making it a giant porta potty poop Ziploc bag, and it was then hoisted out with an, with an excavator. And to use a baseball metaphor, crews pulled off the rescue with no runs, no drips, no errors. <laughs> oh, yep. my. You can imagine those guys rappelling down, Cliff. Thank you. I, you know, studied how to do this safely, but I've never studied how to wrap up a porta potty in saran wrap yeah. before. <laughs> I don't think it really took a lot of research to figure this out. I could have told them this, Cliff. Saved them a lot of money. What's that? Well, you know, supposedly if you eat fish, that's very healthy for you and will extend your life and keep you from having heart trouble and strokes and different things like that. But in the South, they're trying to figure out why the Southerners who eat a lot of fish yeah. still die more frequently from strokes than anybody <laughs> else in the nation. Okay. I think we all know why, Cliff. Why is that? It's because they fry their fish every single time. <laughs> they, they batter it and drop it in a vat of boiling grease. No, you're exactly right. You see, frying fish <laughs> yeah. increases your yeah. risk of stroke it doesn't matter if right. you you know deep fry a baby aspirin before you take it it's still not good for you <laughs> well well i mean you're absolutely right they, and then there's probably some form of southern gravy that they put on the thing which is also not healthy and that's just the aspirin after they fry that's it exactly Cliff. Right. yes <laughs> well the christmas song bracketology wraps up its voting at nine o'clock this morning here on country 98.1 Indeed. We spent several weeks on this, Cliff, and our <laughs> wonderful listeners have been voting like crazy for the greatest Christmas well, song of all time. I wouldn't say voting like crazy. I'm trying to build up the excitement, Cliff, to get some more votes on here. <laughs> We're down to Mary Did You Know and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes. And I thought, Cliff, since we're down mm -hmm. to the final two, I thought no. that would make everyone happy. You know, that this is almost over. It was. It certainly will make Phil McCracken happy. Correct. And <laughs> yeah. I thought everyone would be happy. But no, yeah. no, no. Not all oh, There's are a happy. naysayer among us? Uh, yes. Check oh. this out, Cliff. Okay. Okay, so my main problem with the final bracket is that you're kind of pitting modern against classics uh yeah that's that's my my official complaint he's a professional music teacher so we're analyzing your bracket and he thinks it sucks so merry christmas well you know there's really no need for the professionals to jump in here cliff do <laughs> no, you think it was not intended to be a professional uh contest no 
we just kind of threw some <laughs> songs in there, and I now mean, yeah, the, the professionals and, think it suck. And, and, and we said at the beginning, it was not seeded. So it was just a random draw. And the listeners basically have been voting. So once we put the wheels in motion, we did kind of just sit back and did nothing, which is why these kind of contests are so good for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's our go-to kind of contest, Cliff. No, you're we, exactly right, we, yeah. We started and didn't do nothing. This year, like a lot of folks, Cliff, yes. here at Country 98 One. Mm-hmm. We cut back on our Christmas decorations. <laughs> oh, we did. Yeah. Huh? Now, sure, we we decked the halls, but we did not clean yeah. the men's room. It looks like Halloween in the men's room here at Country ninety eight one. I don't believe those are decorations. <sighs> no, they, they're the worst decorations I've ever seen, Cliff. I'll tell you no, that right no. now. If you see something, um, well, I don't know, scary in the men's room at Country ninety eight one. It's the real deal. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't need to hear that. Well, Cliff, here's a very nice message on this Christmas oh, okay. Eve. Okay. Morning, Weed. Morning, Cliff. Mike Luttrell here. You guys have been a little rough on me this week, but I just want to call in and tell you guys Merry Christmas to you guys and all the listeners here. All the listeners. All the listeners. That's Assuming very nice. fact's not in evidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well... Merry Christmas to you, Mike, and, of course, to all of our wonderful 11 listeners. I'm assuming Mike's even including Phil McCracken in that, Cliff. I would assume. And, you know, they're bitter enemies. Oh, wait, that's right. (laughs) Yes. Perhaps Mike will get a clue in his stocking for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Did did you happen to look at our Facebook page this morning, Cliff? I have not looked at the Facebook page. Well, the question is... Yeah. Who would you like to give a shout-out to this morning? Okay. And our good friend John Bishop from yeah. uh, Panama City, Florida, originally yeah. from here in Princeton. Yes. He says he wants to give a shout-out to, shout to Mike Luttrell for getting a winner finally. <laughs> <laughs> he can't hear us. No. And he knows what's going on. He knows exactly what's going on. <laughs> it's like magic, isn't it, Cliff? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe listen to the podcast. Um, uh, yeah, it's the podcast on Facebook, yeah. Weed and Cliff, yeah. in the morning. Weed, the phrase separating the men from the boys is generally applied to a task that's so difficult that it takes a gifted expert to pull it off. In the world of aviation, the ones who crow the loudest in that department are naval aviators who feel as though the conditions they have to take off, fly, and land in are more difficult than anything any Air Force pilot would ever have to do. Or maybe not. Because top brass in the U.S. Navy now considering a new jet trainer aircraft that could help that branch of the service completely overhaul how it trains fighter pilots. Part of the design of that new trainer, like many things in the service these days, meant to spread the cost across several different branches of service, kind of like a common plane everyone can use. And to give uh, and the, oh and the give and take that goes into designing an advanced aircraft of that nature means could be the ability for the plane to land on an aircraft carrier might go away, and if it goes away, then the qualifications for naval aviators to do so might do as well. <laughs> oh, sure, pilots can practice that on an asphalt runway on solid ground. They take a bucket of paint out and stripe off what looks like an aircraft carrier. But it does appear as though someone just got the big eraser out for the line that separates the men from the boys. <laughs> you got you got to line, put yourselves in the seat of the pilot. You know, lining up a supersonic aircraft to land on an aircraft carrier, never having done it before and never having practiced it or really even trained to do it, other than 
I don't know, on a 10,000-foot runway. <laughs> It'd be a little pressure, I'll say that yeah, for you. You're right. Well, this didn't work out like I thought it would, Cliff. Oh, no. <laughs> the uh, first caller I got, we got down to yeah. the name and where they're from and all of that, and then he finally said, I've got the wrong number. I wasn't wanting to talk to you. <laughs> I've got the wrong number. <laughs> so, but we do have somebody here, Cliff. Let's find out who we got. Okay. Here we go. All right. Hi, who's this? Good morning. We need morning, Cliff. Merry Christmas, fellas. Hey, Merry oh. Christmas there, Ralph. And thank you. And thank you for the uh, Christmas card and the little cash donation in there, too. Oh, well, dear. Wait, 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 excuse me? Well, that, we'll talk about that later, Cliff. But, uh, pardon me? Excuse me? Ralph, are you ready to play? <laughs> yes, sir, I'm ready to play. Well, what's your favorite Christmas song that you want? Well, well, do you have the, the Alvin and, and uh, the Chipmunks uh, song? The Christmas song that the, the, the Chipmunks sing? Oh, what is that called, Cliff? Do you have an idea? I can't think of the uh, name myself. Oh, what is the Chipmunk song? <laughs> it's called the Chipmunk song. Oh, yeah, it is called the Chipmunk song. Yes, yes. All right. <laughs> and there it is. I've got it loaded up, and I've got mine loaded up, too, in case you lose, Ralph, okay? Oh, okay. okay. Now, I'm going to leave it up to you, Ralph, since it's a Christmas Eve. Do you want to play the um, Christmas lyrics? I'll give you a couple of lines, and you tell me the song it's from. Or do you want me to reach over here into the Mike Luttrell pile? Where, um, let's just say it's a little simpler. Well, uh, I, I, I like simple, so if you would reach over where Mike was, and, and I'd like that. Okay, well, Ralph, here it is. We're doing the uh, dumbed-down version for you. Thank you, sir. I'm going to give you a, a statement. You tell me if it's true or if I made it up, okay? Uh, okay. Okay, you've heard of Jif Peanut Butter, right? Oh, yes, sir. All right. Well, JIF actually stands for Just Incredible Fun. Now, is that true, or did I make that up, Ralph? Just Incredible Fun, JIF. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that's true. Okay. I'm going to take the yeah. chipmunk song yeah, no and chipmunks today. toss it away, <laughs> and we're going to get to hear mine, because I just made that yeah. up, Ralph. <laughs> That was a good one. That's, uh, yeah, I guess I'm right there with Mike. So, okay, yeah. well, all right. We know where you stand now. Merry I'll Christmas, go. Ralph. You be safe. All right, you guys do the same. I'll talk to you all later on. All right, thanks, Ralph. Well, Cliff, Yeah. we get to hear my selection. Uh, and what is it this time? You know, I'm going to dazzle you with this one, Cliff. Oh, you are? Yes, I'm going to okay. dazzle you. All right. This is Judy Garland, of all folks. Oh, See if you like this one. All righty. Now, that wasn't that bad, was it, Cliff? Or that was, was pretty it? nice, actually. She does a pretty good job on that. Judy that was Garland. A good song. Yeah. That, that was. There's nothing wrong with that at all. All right. Well, you should see that card Ralph sent us. I'm telling you, it's beauty. <laughs> uh, and the money inside? Well, here's John Party. It's called Night Shift <laughs> at 824 as we move along on this Christmas yeah. Eve edition. Okay. All right. I got it. I'm a little bit sad this morning, Cliff. Here we said just You're before sad. nine o'clock. Yes, I am. Uh, Why is that? Well, I'm sad that our um, bracketology. We've been doing one since it seems <laughs> like October, when we started on your favorite candy of all yeah. for Halloween. It ends today at nine o'clock. True. And I don't know if we can come up with in the new year any brackets as poorly received as we have these here cliff i just don't know if we can do that you know (laughs) you know sometimes you're like with all of these bracket games that we put it's not like you know we've been breaking ground 
we've just been breaking wind. Yes, that's <laughs> kind of the way I feel. And our uh, last gasp yeah. of breaking wind will be yeah. at 9 o'clock. So you still that's have a right. few minutes. Weedandcliff.com. Yeah. Two songs there. Which one is the all-time greatest Christmas tune? You've selected mm-hmm. Mary Did You Know mm-hmm. and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and they are fighting it out right now. It's a close battle. So go there and take a vote, and you don't have to break wind or anything like that. <laughs> you don't have to. You can if you want. I don't care. But I mean, Yeah, in the privacy of your own home. Yes, yeah. it's, you do what you want. Cliff, this is going to be the coldest Christmas we've experienced here in the tri-state in the last 16 years come tomorrow. Really? Yes. Wow. Wind chills sure. below zero. Well, Cliff, yeah. you've got the winner. Let's let's get with it. I do, indeed. The Weed and Cliff Christmas Music Bracketology. We've been uh, battling for uh, several days now, and uh, the final votes are in. And it was Mary Did You Know against Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Some people probably were hoping Rudolph would win by a nose, but that's not the case. Mary, did you know the big winner in this contest? I was hoping that, Cliff, because I had it all set up for <laughs> Rudolph wins by a nose, <laughs> and now it just goes uh, right out the window. Much like the whole entire contest. <laughs> that entire contest was really, really bad. And I think the, yeah. um, I think you know, looking back, Cliff. Yeah. Perhaps we shouldn't have called it the Christmas Dusik Bracketology. I've seen another uh, misprint there we have. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, well. All this time I thought that said music until I looked at it and I oh, went, oh. oh, no, it's the font. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, it is. is. Yes, it is. It looks like Dusik to me <laughs> from this Dusik, angle. Yeah, Just put me down for half a mouthful. Leave it in the car outside. And <laughs> what you, Cliff's, what waiting on, Cliff's waiting on me. i got to go. All right, that's What's Old going- Red with Blake Shelton here on the Morning Road Show, Country Night. Half a mouthful. Yes. What are you doing? One of our wonderful listeners called our n- number here, Cliff, 812-386-1250. And instead of letting yeah. it go to voice message, I thought I had yeah. plenty of time, and mm-hmm. I answered it. Okay. And they were offering me a fruitcake. And I don't want the whole fruitcake, because that would be a waste. And so I asked them to leave it out in my car. And put a me half down. A mouthful. Put, put me just leave a half a mouthful out there in the car, <laughs> in a bag. So, how big exactly is half a mouthful? It's not very big when it comes to fruit. fruit how cake. do you measure half a mouthful? You know, we never got to that. I hung up on them, and <laughs> well, I mean, that might be a problem. Their mouth could be bigger than mine. Now that's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> but I mean, really, isn't the only way to measure a mouthful or half a mouthful? By using a mouth. <laughs> and if it's not your mouth, then it's someone else's. You know, I could share. <laughs> no one wants... All the things you've taken from me gift-wise this year, now you want to share this. Yes, no, I you. will share... No. The, I'll let you Cash. have half of my half of my mouthful. Cash, prizes, gifts, and I get a piece of fruitcake. <laughs> That's been in somebody else's mouth. Exactly. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Cliff. <laughs> yeah. Our Take It to the Bank this morning, Cliff, is going to answer a question that probably nobody listening, both of you, nobody <laughs> listening, <laughs> I can tell, yeah. nobody listening, Cliff, has ever asked before. But once they hear the question, they're going to okay. want to know the answer. All right. And the question is, mm. is Santa Claus... A citizen of any country. Oh, 
That is a good question. An official citizen of any country. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. We'll give you the answer to the best of our ability when we take it to the bank. Our take it to the bank this morning involves Santa Claus. Is he a citizen of any country? Well, Santa is a citizen of the world in the sense that he's welcome everywhere. But his North Pole home is located in Canada and their territories up there. So in 2008, Canada formally awarded citizenship to Santa Claus. That's right. Santa is actually a member of Canada. Wow. Yeah. I never Hmm. thought of that until this morning, Cliff. I was sitting here going, (laughs) I wonder if Santa Claus is actually a member of any um, country. And actually he is. All of that. You can take straight to the bank. You didn't hear Ralph, did you, Cliff? I, I did not hear Ralph because I was, I, well, frankly, I messed up. I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, <laughs> here's what Ralph said right before okay. take it to the bank. Okay. Just like the star of Bethlehem, the shining light, take it to the bank. You know, I couldn't have said that any better, Cliff. Oh, good Lord. Well, Cliff won't be here tomorrow, so I'm going to say it right now. Every okay. one of our wonderful 11 listeners... You have a merry and a very safe Christmas. Indeed. And Cliff, you have a merry Christmas, too, because you'll be gone tomorrow. And and you as well. Thank you, sir. I've got uh, news prepared for you to deliver tomorrow, so I can stay home. All right. Well, Cliff, anything said today? It seemed to be we thought, you know, perhaps we would spread the good cheer today, but no, someone said, we're analyzing your bracket and it sucks. (laughs) Yes. Thanks for that. But let's start with morning roadshow phrases of the day. Number three, perhaps Mike Lutra will get a clue in his stocking this year. <laughs> yeah, that was me. I'm sorry. I may regret that later. Well, you might. Yeah. Number two, how to wrap a porta potty in saran wrap. <laughs> There's the Christmas spirit. There you go. Now, the number one morning roadshow phrase for today put me down for half a mouthful. <laughs> Uh, we still have to worry about how these gifts are being divvied out that are being brought to the radio station. I'll be honest with you, Cliff. What's that? I think you're getting the short end of the stick. You think so, I huh? think you really, really? are. Yes. What was your first clue? Well, the you... fact that I haven't gotten anything and you've taken them all. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.